The Kramer Show is coming up in a second. We're really serious about growing the show, and we can't do that without you. If you like what you're hearing, and let's be honest, who isn't, then take a few seconds to post a link to the show on your Facebook and Twitter. It would be a huge help. If you have a comment about The Kramer Show, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Kramer Radio. K-R-A-M-E-R-R-A-D-I-O. This is The Kramer Show. System activate. This is Kramer Uncut. Honest and real. Hey, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm tired today. I, you know, by the way, I, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but let me rip on this for a second. Um, I figured out why I'm tired, or at least I think I've kind of figured it out. Um, every night for the past many years now, uh, I take Ambien, and it really helps me because, like, my mind races, you know, like, I mean, I cannot, when I'm awake, I just, I can't stop thinking. So my doctor gave me Ambien, and it's been really helpful. But lately, the past couple of months, I've noticed I get up like three times at night to take a whiz. And lately, I can't go back to sleep very well after I get up. And I mean, it'll be to the point where I'm dreaming about taking a whiz. I have to pee so bad. And um, the other night, I I was so tired. Like, every bone in my body, I mean, it took every ounce of energy I had to peel myself out of bed. And I woke up, and I had a heart on. And I was like, I am not going to wait for this to go down so I can pee. So you know what I did? I turned the shower on. And I stood there with my heart on, um, peeing like like <laughs> almost horizontal, but a little above horizontal. Because like when I'm when I have a heart on, it doesn't. I mean, it's like uh, you know horizontal with the the ground, but I mean it was like really hard, and it was pointed up a little bit, so it was like shooting. I'm standing there. I'm half asleep. The water is going. I'm standing there pissing in the bathtub with a heart on. And I'm and then, and all I'm, all I'm thinking is like now I have to live with the fact that I just peed in the bathtub with a heart on. Now I got to turn and I got to bend over and turn the shower off. I'm going to go lay down. Then I go lay back down and I'm laying there with a heart on and it's the most and I I fall asleep on my stomach. So now I'm way uncomfortable because now I'm laying on my hard penis. It was just, it was a whole thing. And I, and no matter what I do, I have to wake up in the middle of the night and pee. Is that part of getting older? Is that a deal? Like I won't drink anything hours before I go to sleep. Nothing. Just for that purpose, so I can actually sleep. But that is the one thing that wakes me up at night, and it pisses me off. 
Is there some kind of product that you can take, like where you don't? I mean, I'm not even kidding. Because if so, I'll contact them about me being the sponsor for you know them being the sponsor for the show. Is there is there something that you can take to help you not pee as much? Um, and, and you know what? My email is thekramershow at gmail dot com. T h e k r a m e r thekramershow uh, at gmail dot com. Uh, glad to see Stitcher back up. My goodness gracious! I don't know what their problem. They I guess they had two servers that went down, but Stitcher was down for. I think four days and this right on the heels of my signing up for Stitcher and the show was going really well. Um, <clears throat> one of my shows got like um, 1300 uh, downloads and I was like, wow, Stitcher rules. And the next thing I know that, you know, they're down. So hopefully they're back up and all is well and everything is good in Stitcher world. Um, Got to talk about this and I want to, I want to say uh, I am not a conspiracy theorist kind of guy. Uh, normally, when somebody says something kind of like what I'm about to say, I'm very critical because uh, I can't st- I can't stand that. I mean, I just like the um, what's his nuts um, Alex <coughs> Alex Jones. I-, I hate that windbag. I can't stand that. Everything about that guy just fucking it irritates the shit out of me. That goddamn voice and, uh, you know, we're <laughs> crying for the kids. I, God, oh, fucking hate that guy. But I will say, I have to talk about the Scalia thing. This is, again, I'm not a controversial, uh, you know, the conspiracy guy at all. I'm not. But this thing is a little out of control. Uh, and it's And it's only starting to kind of break today. I watched the news uh, Saturday, Sunday, and I was off yesterday. Uh, so I watched some of the news and didn't really see any um, anybody entertaining the idea that there could have been something malicious going on with the Scalia death. And he was 79 years old, um, but he was not in poor health. There was there were not any known health issues. Uh, with Scalia. Okay, so he goes to the Cibolo Creek Ranch, which is a place that dignitaries and uh, celebrities go, and they pay like 600 bucks a night, and they're surrounded by, you know, there's mountains, it's, it's outdoors, it's just, it's a place really to go and just get away from everything, and it, it sounds like a like a fantastic place to go to. So he took a couple of other people out there with him, uh, the night before he died, uh, there were like two dozen people at dinner, and everybody says, you know, he was jovial. Uh, no one talked anything about politics. It was just all uh, having a good time, enjoying the outdoors. Uh, they they had a fine time. So John Poindexter, who is a Houston businessman, said he was seated near me, and I had a chance to observe him. He was very entertaining, but about nine o'clock. He said, it's been a long day and a long week. I want to go and get some sleep. I wonder if Scalia ever woke up with a heart on and pissed in his own shower. Just checking. Um, when Poindexter tried to awaken Scalia about 8.30 in the morning, uh, his door was locked and he didn't answer. Three hours later, 
uh, this guy, the businessman Poindexter, got back, and one of the people that works on the ranch said that I guess they they had gone in and found him. They go in the room, and uh, he has a pillow over his head, and he's dead. Now, how is it that a member of the Supreme Court, a U.S., a United States Supreme Court justice, was found dead with a pillow over his head, and you mean to tell me that doesn't throw up a couple of red flags? It's insane. So... Uh, Poindexter calls up, you know, who, uh, you know, the police or whatever they say, you know, put that, put that ranch on lockdown. He goes, okay. So they fly in through helicopter, get him, get the body, take it to a funeral home. And within 24 hours, they have embalmed him. Okay. One of the judges there in that County said that she didn't need to order an autopsy. First of all, I thought no matter uh, if if someone is found dead, they have to, you know, it's. I thought it was law. I thought it was a federal law, and I may be way wrong on this, uh, but I thought that you had, you had to perform an autopsy. I mean, in other words, uh, you can't just go, well, a, a Supreme Court justice member was found dead with a pillow over his head, but he was 79 years old, so fuck him. Uh, we're not going to do a, an autopsy. To me, that is really fucked up, all right? And, you know, it wasn't until um, I think the San Antonio Chronicle, I believe, is the one who who raised this question, and it wasn't until they wrote that in the newspaper there that anybody questioned it. Talk radio only today is picking up on it. In fact... Uh, oh, who was it? I, I was going to give the person some credit, but I can't remember his name. One of the national uh, syndicated radio talk shows had Trump on, and, and I heard him ask Donald Trump what he thought about the Scalia situation, and Trump even said, and this was about 11 o'clock this morning, um, really, I haven't heard a whole lot about it. I've heard the headline, but I don't know anything about it, so I don't want to comment. So it's just kind of breaking and getting out there today that, hey, you know what? We just had a fucking... Uh, Supreme Court justice found dead with a pillow over his head. Maybe we should ask a couple of questions. So here are the facts. Number one, no one saw him die that we know of, naturally or otherwise. He was found dead in his bed. By the way, they he was found by an unidentified ranch employee, which I'm going to go ahead and assume, presume, uh, was a roommate uh, or some kind of, you know, some kind of hand. And I'm sure that person had uh, no kind of medical or forensic investigation ability. Number two, no autopsy. No autopsy ordered. Number three, within one day, within 24 hours, the body was moved to a local funeral home and subjected to embalming. Now, here's the thing. It is <clears throat> impossible to do any kind of autopsy after embalming because what they do is they suck all the blood out. They take all the blood out and your blood is what keeps in poisons or neurotoxins. So there wouldn't be any trace of poison or neurotoxin if they've done uh, the embalming. 
And then, two, the tissue is all fucked up. So the, the, the blood and the tissue hold all those uh, components, and if they're gone, then, they're, you know, who cares? You, you, you can't do it. It's, now it's over. That's the key to this whole thing, the timing. One day already, no, no autopsy, and they went ahead and embalmed the body. Number four, no competent medical exam. Nothing. So now, since there's no medical exam, you can't you can't uh, put in foul play. Nobody can jump to the conclusion. They just have to go. Well, he was 79 years old. He probably just died in his sleep. And his, there it is. Next, bye bye. That's over. Don't look over here. You guys just talk about the politics of this whole thing and who the fuck is going to replace him and jibber jabber over the na- over that for the next 18 months. No, no, no. Sorry. Someone needs to be held accountable. Someone really fucked up. And in my opinion, the judge, I'll get to her. Number six, Scalia had no known health issues prior to his death. So the official narrative is that a 79-year-old man in good health just died overnight. Again, back to that. He just died in his sleep. It was real peaceful. really. Back to the woman. Number seven. The county judge who pronounced Scalia dead of natural causes. Her name is Cinderella Guevara. She made the pronouncement without personally seeing Scalia's body. She based the whole fucking thing on a telephone conversation that she had with a local sheriff's officer. No one confirmed whether or not uh, she was informed about Scalia being found with a pillow over his head. She is a Democrat. She is a Mexican-American. No information yet available on her views regarding this whole ongoing immigration bullshit or whether she personally benefited from an amnesty program or illegal immigration uh, herself. She had the authority to order an autopsy but chose not to. Now, I, with that information... I don't know where you would begin to put together a motive. But if 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 I were a federal officer, the first person that I would be talking to is this Cinderella Guevara. Is her real name fucking really Cinderella? <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Cinderella Cinderella. Now, I I gotta tell you, I'm again, I'm not a con, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I've you know being in radio for a long time, I've met a lot of them, and the thing is, is that um, they bug the shit out of me. But there is something here. You can't have a dead body and then just uh, zip it and it be. Again, I was telling someone earlier, you know, if this were you know, a roofer or somebody in, uh, who, who, you know, if this were me, no, no one would, no one would question it. It'd be like, eh, okay, whatever. But I mean, if, but we're talking about a United States Supreme court justice. Uh, and I love the guy. I, you know, I, I watched some videos and interviews of him over the weekend and I was like, wow, he's 79 years old. And he, it was funny he always uh, was really intelligent, very bright. He was a great conversationalist. 
Um, I, I never once thought to myself, wow, he is in poor health. Look at the guy. All right, did you uh, happen to see the Hillary Clinton barking thing? Do you remember back in 2004 when Howard Dean, um, did he win Iowa? Remember that, though? The yeah! You know something? You know something? If you had told us one year ago that we were going to come in third in Iowa, we would have given anything for that. And you know something? You know something? Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma <laughs> and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. And we're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! <laughs> oh, God, I love white people. So, uh, that was him at the Iowa caucus. And, uh, of course, that followed him around everywhere. And, oh, my God. So, fast forward to um, yesterday when um, Secretary of State and current Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton barked, you know, like a dog. And, I mean, she literally barked like a dog. I guess she saw some um, radio ad or heard some radio ad back in the day. And they were talking about how um, a dog barked every time a politician said something that wasn't true. And she said having such a hound as a tool would cut through a lot of Republicans' claims. And she barked to punctuate the point. And God damn it, it was so – she she is so – all of them are out of touch. I, I, can't, I can't – every single person – uh, is way out of I mean like I, there is not one politician uh that even remotely resembles someone that's in touch with normal regular everyday people. And Hillary Clinton is probably the worst. So out of touch. And she I mean she really thought this was hilarious. Wouldn't it be great if somebody running for office said something we could have an immediate reaction as to whether it was true or not. Well, we've trained this dog. And the dog, if it's not true, he's going to bark. I'm trying to figure out how we can do that with the Republicans. You know, we need, we need to get that dog and follow, follow them around. And every time they say these things, like, oh, you know, the Great Recession was caused by too much regulation. You know? Ugh. I, I think we could, we could cut right through a lot of their... Oh, uh, just listen to that right there. How many times do you think she's done that in the bedroom with, with Billy? Recession was caused by too much regulation. You know, I, I think we could, we could cut right through a lot of their, uh, you know, their claims. <laughs> it was funny. It was so funny. <laughs> Keep up with Kramer when he isn't doing the show on Facebook and Twitter at Kramer Radio. Yes, we post titties. Get over it. This is The Kramer Show. Kramer will be back shortly. We hope you know how excited we are about doing the show. But until we get a massive audience, we're not selling advertising. Until then, though, we need you, the listener, to help the show move forward. You can help out by going to patreon.com slash the Kramer Show. Or you can find a link at KramerShow.net. You can even earn rewards for helping the show. 
More pledged money equals longer shows. Thanks for the support. It isn't politically correct. It's just correct. Correct. The Kramer Show. The Kramer Show. The Kramer Show. All right, I want to talk about the uh, the show itself for a second. By the way, find me on Twitter and on Facebook at Kramer Radio with a K, Kramer Radio. And my personal website is KramerShow.net, K-R-A-M-E-R-S-H-O-W, KramerShow.net. Um, I want to be frank with you. Um, I'm a longtime radio host. I mean, I've been in uh, rock radio, I've been in talk radio, and I've done it for 20 years. Uh, but uh, when it comes to switching over and doing something online, that isn't my world. So all this is kind of new. But here's why I'm doing it. Because in terrestrial, first of all, I want to say, I think doing talk online is the future of talk radio. Um, and it hurts me to say that because I'm, I've always been a major proponent of radio and I, and I still love radio. I just think that in order for someone to truly say what's on their minds, uh, it almost has to be on the internet nowadays because there, there are so many talking heads on regular radio that, oh, they all say the same thing. They're all conservative. You know, they're all, they all have the same ideas and opinions. And it's like, come on, can, can we have something different? So when you listen to, um, internet talk radio, there are, there is, there are so many different opinions, so many people saying things that truly are on their minds. The problem is that they really suck at it. And I know that is going to piss some of you off. But dudes, I mean, I I listened to some um, online radio this weekend. Um, Stitcher was down, so I was listening to some iTunes stuff. Whew. I mean, some of the some of the shows that are in uh, new and noteworthy, they're not noteworthy at all, at all. Uh, I mean, from uh, people sounding like they're on a telephone half the time. They're rambling about nothing, and some of them are big radio shows. There's some guy uh, in Canada. I don't know. I just I have a problem with people sitting around talking about nothing for uh, for two hours. They're sitting around talking about you know what they did over the weekend and who they were with, and I'm like, I, what? Why do I give a shit about that? I, I you know I that's one thing I will not do. I. I I won't sit here and bore you. I hopefully not bore you to death. Although this segment may be may be teetering on that. <laughs> but my goal is to grow the audience, uh, and I'm not even going to worry about um, advertising or anything like that until you know we have some kind of audience. Right now, we're at about what fifteen hundred downloads. Um, per show, something like that, I, and and it's nowhere close to where I wanted. I wanted up to like fifteen grand, twenty grand, you know, something like that's my goal. I mean, that may be a lofty goal, but that's what I want to do. 
Uh, and I don't, I don't think, you know, I'm going to, I'm not, I, I'm not coming at this from, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get a bunch of listeners. I'm going to get rich. I'm, I'm not at all. Uh, if that works out and that happens, fucking great. That's not my goal. My goal is to make a little side money so I can um, justify doing this and spending this much time with the show. And I've created a Patreon uh, page. So if you like what you hear, I would very much appreciate it. Go give a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty bucks, fifty, it goes on up. Um, you can find my Patreon uh site on my site, creamershow.net, and you'll see it's a forum and you'll see the Patreon button on there. Just click the Patreon button and then uh boom, there you go. I have to tell you <clears throat> I love the idea of doing this show and I wanna do it more often. And I want the show to be longer. And if we start, see, what I hope is that some of the donations, you know, kick in, you know, and it'll pay for hosting uh, the audio and, and for all that. And I can eventually buy some even more equipment. And I would love to eventually be able to do it every day for a couple of hours, hire a producer. Uh, and that's, those are long-term goals. But I do have goals with this and i'm taking it very seriously and i want you to know uh that i'm taking it seriously uh, i want it to sound better and better and better uh here's my impression of a lot of the internet radio shows that i heard over the weekend when i was listening hey what's going on <laughs> it's the matt and slagle show yeah. um what's going on everybody can everybody hear us can yeah what's going on man <laughs> all right I don't know if that's on or not. Slagle. Yo, man. Matt. This sounds all right, man. I don't know if it's on or not. Well. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? We're here. Yo, what's happening? It's 7.05. <laughs> and, um, I just watched some TV. Got a ball of Fruit Loops. I love Fruit Loops, man. Fucking Fruit Loops, <laughs> love- dude. Fruit Loops. Hello? Can can you guys hear me? Fruit Loops, man. Hell yeah. I don't know, man. I'm trying my best to see if they can hear us, but I'm not really sure if they can hear us or not. I don't... I can't hear you, bro. I don't really know. Oh, well. Matt. Fuck it, man. So, um, anyway. Matt, are you there, bro? I think I'm going to play some video games a little bit later on. Matt. Fucking dude, I... I was up late last night, and, um... Matt, yo. We were playing, uh, Call of Duty. I can't hear you, bro. Hold on. Did you guys hear that? What is that buzz, man? I heard that buzz. Hello? Slago, what's going on, man? I can't Matt, hear can you. you hear me, can you bro? hear me? I can't hear you. Yo. Can you hear me? Slago. I just heard can a little bit. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Matt. Matt. Bro. Matt. Bro. Matt. Bro. Matt, bro. Are you there? there? Matt. Slago. I don't know, man. Slago. (laughs) Ah, man. This is tripping me out, dude. Where's my rolling papers at, dude? Hey. Matt. Matt. (laughs) That's terrible, man. That is terrible. Hateful, mean-spirited, just terrible.
Uh, no, okay, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I should be nicer to my uh, my internet talk show brethren and sistren, but uh, just saying. I mean, you got to poke a little fun. All right, so this, look, this, and, and this will come across as uh, me being a cunt uh, as well, but I can't help it, okay? I'm Again, I'm going to say something that, if I were on traditional radio, I would get uh, people would be out of their minds over this. So Sports Illustrated is now going to have three covers. All right. Um, one of them will be, um, and I'm talking about the swimsuit uh, edition in 2016. One of them will be Ronda Rousey. All right. I I, I can I get Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey's uh, good looking. Uh, she should be on there. That's fine. And then there's this woman called, uh, named Haley Clawson, who is a bikini model who's hotter than balls. Uh, and then, oh, and by the way, uh, on my website, uh, KramerShow.net, I do post pictures of hot women. I know. Imagine someone that uh, likes politics and someone that likes titties all in one. I know it's wild. So Haley Clawson is going to be on, uh, and she's a bikini model. She's pretty. She belongs in the swimsuit edition. Sure. Then there's Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham is a plus-size model with a tiny little head with a gigantic body. Um, uh, Nothing against fat women, but I don't know that I really want a fat woman, a fat hog, on the swimsuit edition cover of sports illustrated i don't understand that and you see in the year 2016 if you say that you automatically are labeled a little dickhead well i guess i'm a dickhead uh i'm sorry i don't you know i don't and you know what guys uh on my facebook today you're just sitting there going oh well i love me a real woman i love i love me a big woman i mean as a matter of fact if she's 300 pounds i love it no you don't you're just trying to get sympathy uh, somehow from the skinny women that are that are going to see you as, well, he loves people for people. He doesn't love people for their bodies. And so thus, you're, you think in the back of your head you're going to get laid with comments like that. Well, that's fucking stupid. All right? Second of all, when is the last time you saw a, a Calvin Klein underwear model that weighed 300 pounds? When? No. You've never seen it. Never. And you never will. Why? Because women don't find fat fucks attractive. That's right. I said it. And you know, ladies, it's okay for you to say it. Just say it. Who is going to see a 300-pound, and and, and let's flip that around. Who's going to see a 300-pound dude nasty he's got fat folds he's got hair on his back he's just nasty they're gonna put him in a in a pair of calvin klein underwear and somehow that's going to sell underwear stop it just get over it this ashley um graham is i think she's five foot seven or five how how tall is she's five foot nine and she weighs 201 pounds. That's fat. She is she has a 40 she's 42 30 46. 42 30 46. Her dress size is 16. 
Her bra size is a 38D, and she has a size 11 foot. So not only is she a big fat hog, she's got big gigantic skis for feet. Ladies, I love you. There's no one that loves women more than I do. I love everything about you. I love the way you feel. And I like the way you smell. And I like your lips. And I like nibbling behind your ear. And I love your, your boobies and your legs. And your, your, I like the way you paint your nails. I love all that. I love, the, I love it when it all comes together. But I don't like a big, fat, sloppy you. I don't... <laughs> And and why can't I say that without causing such a such a an, an emotional outcry? Oh, let me read you this email that I got today. Uh, after I said this, um, she writes. Okay, I'll read. And here's another great thing about the internet: I can read this uncensored. Kramer, what an ignorant cunt you are! So a woman over 100 pounds cannot be hot and attractive enough to be on the cover of a fucking magazine. You are the reason so many teenagers are shoving fingers down their throats because men like you have managed to project this unachievable physical model on women and one that they will never be able to manage over their lifetime. A bigger woman like Ashley Graham is a breath of fresh air and wimpy thimble dicks like yourself cannot and would never be able to handle her 201 pounds of pure sexiness. You are a pure sleaze, and oh, by the way, you're about 250 or 260 yourself, so who the fuck do you think you are criticizing someone's weight, you fucking douche-tard? And with that, ladies and gentlemen, fucking douche-tard bidding you adieu. The Kramer Show Podcast. What's going on in there? Have a comment? Call the voicemail. 419-777-1121. This is The Kramer Show. This is simple. Join us or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 